to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, your local business community resource. My name is Denise Heidel. Not only do I serve as your podcast host, but I'm also the executive director of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of the Chamber, thank you for listening and for your support of the Chamber business community. Hi, everybody. It's Denise Heidel. I am the host of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, and I'm sitting here with John Shoemate with Piedmont Federal Savings Bank today. Um, December is right a business plan month. So we thought that this would be a really good um, topic, um, whether it's somebody who's thinking they might like to write, uh, start a business in the future, or if it's somebody who's an existing business owner who's maybe wondering how to make things go more smoothly or streamline or organize, a business plan is definitely a good jumping off point. Thank you so much, John, for being here. If you'll introduce yourself to our listeners. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Thank you. Uh, yes, I'm John Shoemate. You know, just a little bit about me. I'm uh, I'm a local guy. I grew up here in Clemens. Uh, I was a graduate of High Point University. I was in retail management for a while. I became a regional manager for another company. Uh, owned my own business for three years, and then became a, a, a bank manager for a, for a good long time, about eleven years, mm-hmm. and then. After that, I, I ventured into business banking for the past five years. So that's kind of where I'm at and where I've been. Okay, great. Well, when it comes to a business plan, because I know you have your entrepreneurial background and I knew that you work with, with local businesses, um, let's just kind of just go through the, the nuts and bolts of a business plan. Sure. So who needs one? Well, anyone who's starting a business, they absolutely need a business plan. Mm-hmm. Um you know the uh, and who needs to be involved with it is obviously the owner right. uh, of the company. I would suggest consultants, meaning CPAs, um, business your business banker, whoever that may be, mm-hmm. and and the purpose of that is to to bounce some ideas off of them ahead of time, mm-hmm. uh, ahead of your business. Also, mentors they need to be involved with it mm-hmm. if you have them. Um, there are other resources as well, like uh, the Forsyth Tech Small Business Center with mm-hmm. Salem State University. There, there's a lot of resources out there that don't cost anything mm-hmm. to help you. So, Well, that's a, you know, I have to say, you know, because, you know, I'm a business owner too. And, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own ideas that we forget to, you know, get outside opinions and how valuable those can be for shape-shifting the the concept of maybe how we're going to structure the business or how we're going to um, implement policies procedures and so many different variables so I really love your suggestion to bring in a consultant or a mentor because you know they don't have anything at stake for for making a mistake but they can be very candid with you and 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 really guide you through the process so um, and who doesn't love a great brainstorming session? Yeah, and I, th- I think that's very true. The, the thing about, you know, a mentor or a consultant, like you said, they, they don't have skin in the game per se. So mm-hmm. they're going to tell you straight up. Your, right. your family, your friends might be telling you what you want to hear. Oh, this is great. This is right. Great. Oh, this looks fantastic. You know. And, they, and they don't mean to any right. harm by yeah. it. They want to support you. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. But it's good to have an unbiased opinion that's mm-hmm. really looking at it, uh, you know, 
from an object, objective standpoint, just mm-hmm. to just to kind of make sure, hey, am I on the right track here? Mm-hmm. Hi, we're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to hear a message from Kristen Norton with Well Balanced Nutrition. Hey, it's nutrition coach Kristen from Well Balanced Nutrition. I wanted to stop by and say, if you have a love-hate relationship with food, we need to talk. I mean, you love all the delicious sweets and treats this time of year, but you hate how your clothes are fitting just a little too tight lately. Before you even think about starting a diet, let us save you time, money, and your sanity. Our team of registered dietitians will help you understand your nutrition needs, implement mindful eating strategies, and offer personal and practical advice so you can feel good inside and out without the crazy food rules or restriction. Well-Balanced Nutrition provides one-on-one nutrition coaching that may even be covered by your insurance plan. For more information or to get started today, visit wellbalancednutrition.com. Thank you for your continued support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. Now let's get back to this episode. And I've talked to enough people who are wanting to start a business. And I tell you, one of the biggest hurdles that I hear from people, and I'm sure you have too, is the whole idea of writing a business plan is so intimidating for a lot of people, not because of what they need to put into it, but just the literal exercise of writing it right so you know what what do you tell people when they say well i can't write a business plan because i'm not a good writer what what is your recommendation for that um well i I, again i would say get someone involved Mm -hmm. uh who is a professional maybe you have the ideas but you can't uh you know uh put that on the paper very well there i would i would look into the resources that are free first which would be uh, the perfect one is that for psych tech type of thing, small business center. Right. That's what they're there for. Right. Uh, so you go in with your ideas and they will sit down with you and help you through that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And there's there's other people like yourself. I mean, you're, you're a professional writer. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a business writer. Yeah. People who, you know, you, you just, that is something you research and find out who can help you. Mm-hmm. The, the most important part is you having your ideas. Right. And you may have them just outlined. Right. You know, but you've got them in a, um, an order. They mm-hmm. make sense. Mm-hmm. And then you can find the, the professional to help you put it down on paper. If right. And I think, I mean, speaking as a writer, because you brought it up, <laughs> um, I think this is one instance. Yes, ultimately you want a professional document, but nobody's grading this. This exactly. really is an internal document. It's not like it's going to be published so if you have a comma out of place or right. a big old run-on sentence as long as the 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 meat and potatoes are there mm-hmm. the grammar doesn't matter and i don't say that often yeah one time you'll hear me say the grammar's not going to mm-hmm. matter i mean obviously if you're going to be sharing it around or if you're running solo though you know you get a little attitude there sure so let's talk about what actually goes into a business plan okay. give us some of the breakdown of the components all right so the first thing you need, I mean, you really need to do your homework, gather your information, such as, you know, you want to have an executive summary. Mm-hmm. You, want to, you want to have a description of yourself and really kind of show who you are and mm-hmm. what you're all about. Mm-hmm. I, I get all different, I've seen all different types of business plans come across mm-hmm. my desk. And, right. Um, I will tell you, the ones that kind of really stand out are ones where people are pretty detailed. Mm-hmm. They, they really go into, you know, 
details about what's going on and who they are, where they've been, mm-hmm. um, you know, their management team. I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty uh, specific mm-hmm. with, with what they, those are the ones that are most impressive to me. Mm-hmm. The uh, company description, what's your vision for the company, what's it going to do, mm-hmm. you know, what's your short and long-term goals types of things, um, why do you believe this will succeed? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That you, you need a market analysis. I mean, you need to know who's your competition and how much competition is there. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to know, is, is this business sustainable long-term? Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to open a blockbuster video. <laughs> um, right. You know, the organization and management, how mm-hmm. are you going to set up the roles? Who's going to do what in right. the company? Mm-hmm. Um, there's goods and services to be considered. What's your product? How is it? How's your product different from what's in the market? Right. And, you know, and I, I'm going to interrupt you here because this is something that over the years I've heard so many times. I mean, customer service is what I think so many business owners think is going to be their dif- differentiator. So if you say, you know, what makes your product or your service different from your competitors, and you tell me our customer service, I'm going to say, well, your competitor is going to tell me the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really defining this on a more more granular basis mm-hmm. yeah. is, I think, really key when right. you're putting this on paper because you've got to get out of just that generic box and get I, something. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I agree, you know, that customer service is huge. But right. I also, to your point, you you really need to know your stuff. You need to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You need to go deep into it, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the understanding and why it sets you apart. Right. Because if it's a widget, I mean, everybody's going to look at it as a widget. What's so great about it? What's, right. What's different? Why do I buy it from you right. and not from them? Yeah, there's got to be something in the quality. Mm-hmm. There's something in the service. There's something there that you can describe. Right. So that that that's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know. Which brings us to marketing. How are you going to market to your customers? Um, and to me, when you're dealing with a business plan, you know, really and truly, who you're sharing, you're going to be sharing a lot of this with. I mean, is is going to be banks Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know if when you want to borrow money Mm -hmm. you're going to share it with vendors we'll get into all that but right the most important part to me is the financial projections right um i want to see what are you what do you project have you thought through this or Mm -hmm. have you really studied it out do you have you done your homework Mm -hmm. um you know and one of the one of the suggestions that i will give that i think is really important you know a lot of times people will think well I need to buy this piece of equipment to get my business going Mm -hmm. one of the things they leave out a lot of times is working capital Mm -hmm. and and thinking about um, what am I gonna need while I'm waiting for my accounts receivables to come in Mm -hmm. how am I gonna make it you know I've got accounts payables going out how how am I gonna survive Mm -hmm. during this time period so we see that a lot where people don't really project or have, you know, they haven't really um, thought through, how am I going to how am I going to cash flow for a little while till this thing gets rolling? Right. You know, so I think that's that's an important piece of that, but the financial projections are um, a, it's all important. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing, especially I guess I'm biased cuz you know, when you're dealing with the bank, we're going to want to see those projections. Mm-hmm. And we're going to want to see, you know, does this make sense? 
Right. They're saying they're going to go from zero to five million first year. Mm, maybe a little iffy. Right. You know, maybe they're right. But, right. Uh, we want to just see, does it make sense? Right. Right. So, um, and also, I assume, too, when you're talking about financials, you want to see probably more than just the, the initial cost. You want to see a progression, blah, blah, can't talk, progression yeah. of sustainable growth. I mean, how far out do you think financials should be reported? Like a five-year plan? Yeah, I think that's realistic. Three to five years just okay. on an initial, depending on the business, but three to five years should be should be good. Okay. When should someone start writing a business plan? Um, start last year or right now. <laughs> <laughs> well ahead of the launch. Right. That is, um, you can add as you go, you can create along the way, but you need to you need to start well ahead. Mm-hmm. You really do. Just, I mean, on average, how long do how long do most people spend writing a business plan? Um. You mean like from start to finish? Uh, and I, I use the term finish loosely because we'll talk about this a little yeah. bit later. But I guess it really depends on the industry because I've seen some business plans that are five pages, mm-hmm. I've seen some 25 pages, mm-hmm. you know, and it just it, some people really know their business like they're they've been in the business before, mm-hmm. they can they can put it together quickly. I had one of those recently and I, I looked at it and I was like, this really makes sense. I think. Right. You know, the key is the not so much the words, mm-hmm. how many words, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's the key is does it does it really make sense, and is it really creating a full understanding for whoever you're showing, mm-hmm. whether it be a banker, whether it be a vendor, whether it be a, a mm-hmm. key employee, mm-hmm. can they read it and really understand it uh, mm-hmm. quickly? Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I don't know exactly the the true answer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different people are going to take different amounts of time on it. Mm-hmm. Well, now I feel like I need to backpedal and retract my whole grammar comment um, as well. <laughs> now that you're talking about bringing all these other people in, it is an internal document, but yeah. <laughs> throw it on paper, let somebody else edit it for grammar. Yeah, okay, absolutely. sorry, I had to throw that out there. Yeah. That was starting to really weigh on my conscience. I sit here and said, don't worry about the grammar. Um so when when somebody is thinking about well I don't I don't need a business plan because to your point I've been in this for years already I'm just you know going off on my own yeah. why do they need one what is the purpose of the business plan even if somebody knows the industry that that's a good point um, or a good question the the reason they do one is you want to have a game plan for yourself mm-hmm. you want to set some goals for the business mm-hmm. um, you want to be able to show investors. And lenders, you know what you're doing. You, right. you know, you want to have. Um, they don't know what you know, right? And you, you, you're going to have to sell what you know mm-hmm. at some point. So it, really, your business plan when you're presenting to the bankers, the lenders, it really is your first sell. It, it is, and, yeah. and I kind of look at it. I mean, I don't, I don't want to put it in a, a law position, but kind of think of it like you're, you're in the court. You're, you're presenting your case. Right. Here's why. That's a really, really good analogy. Yeah. Here's why. Here's why uh, we should uh, form a relationship. Here's why we should do a loan. Here's why you should work for us. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways that mm-hmm. it comes into play, and so you being the expert on it is great, but you also need to make sure that you can show others. Right. And and that plan will do that concisely. Mm-hmm. 
So and so you definitely consider it to be a worthwhile activity, obviously, because you you see so many of them and you know the impact. Do do you think a good business plan can make or break somebody's true success for a business launch? I don't know for sure that it would make or break it, but it certainly can impact it in right. a major way. Right. Um, you know, I, I think it is it is it is a necessity. It's mm-hmm. not really an option to me. Right. Um, no matter how good you are at what you're doing, you need to have it. And when you talk about a worthwhile activity, mm-hmm. the transparency of the plan is huge. Mm-hmm. That you know, back in the in the day. Mm-hmm. that would not be shared with people mm-hmm. like businesses wouldn't go out and say let me show you my projections right. and I'm talking about when they're hiring employees mm-hmm. uh, you know or vendors it's this day and time people want transparency right and so it's very important it can help with investors lending opportunities vendor relationships mm-hmm. customers key employees you show them your business plan when you're recruiting. Now you just go high level. You don't show mm-hmm. them the financials in terms of like, here's what I'm paying in salary for these positions. Right. But you you do show, here's what I'm projecting this business is gonna do in the next three to five years. Right. Here's what, how we're gonna get our, here's why I have a vision of this company mm-hmm. succeeding. Here's why I want you on the team. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and the good thing about that is you're actually bringing somebody into the fold and you're making them your partner. Right. in that process so that, right. I mean that's a that's honestly a morale booster frankly because if you've shared with me and you've shown me that kind of a trust yeah. I'm going to work harder to make sure that I help you on your vision and I mean that's a that's a really great point and and I want to circle back to what you said about transparency because you know I mean I know that some people may have concerns about there's a lot of vulnerability that goes mm-hmm. into transparency and they may be hesitant to be that transparent for fear that somebody's going to take their idea and run with it before they get to. You're absolutely so, right. So, you know, in that vein, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody to sign a confidentiality agreement before you hand over your business plan if that's a concern of yours. Do you sure, do I you agree. have people do that? Yeah, and I, I think you're right about that. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you, you know, when I, when I speak about transparency, it's it's very interesting to me because our CEO is fully transparent with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he actually, I mean, he shares the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to me some of the things he shares. I'm like, really? I mean, you're sharing this with the entire bank, you know, email entire bank. And mm-hmm. It's very impressive, and it really makes you feel part of the team. It makes you feel engaged, mm-hmm. and, and that's the whole purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um the days of I'm going to hide everything and never tell anybody anything. You just do what I say. I mean, that's not good management. It's not no, good leadership. It's not. Um, so, uh, I think it's 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 very important. But to your mm-hmm. point, I think you do have to. You know, you got to be careful if you've got a <laughs> if you have a secret mm-hmm. that is going to make a lot of money. Right. You, know, you got to be careful with yeah, that. If you're going into business with Coke and the right. secret formula that exactly. would be kept in a vault, obviously, yeah. yes. You don't want to share that. But everything else, you can high level things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but the, the point will come across though. Here's why I have a vision for this company. And I, I think that that is really great advice. So I know we've talked about, you know, business plan is going to be used with your banker, with potential investors in the business, mm-hmm. and potential vendors. That's right. So can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Well, you know, I don't know necessarily every single vendor is going to need a business plan. 
However, you may have a key uh, vendor that you're going to be using a lot that is supplying you with a lot of stuff, and mm -hmm. they're looking at you like, hey, we don't know you. You know, I, I get what you're trying to do, but we don't really know you. The more information that you share with them, mm -hmm. the greater the understanding they're going to have of you and your business and what you're trying to accomplish. I'm not telling you it's going to be a shoe-in for you to be having a, to get a relationship with that vendor, but it right. will certainly make an impact, and it will help mm -hmm. no matter what. Um, right. And chances are you are going to be able to develop the relationship. Well, and, you know, I had this conversation recently about, it was not even about the business plan world, but it was something else. People want to see you succeed. Yeah, and absolutely. so when you when you are again using the word vulnerable with your transparency, even from those relationships that are more professional in nature, it's in our it's in our DNA, I think, in our nature to want people to be successful when they share with us that they are taking a risk and absolutely. they're trying something new. And um, and I think that's amazing. So where are some other places that someone might use a business plan? Specifically, I was wondering. You know, when they're looking for real estate or rental properties, is this something that would factor in those situations? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, like, if an investor is wanting to, you know, come to a bank, they want to, they want to do some rental properties. Mm -hmm. I would say it's not necessarily something that you have to bring a business plan for. Uh, however, you do need projections for real estate purchases. Mm -hmm. I mean, a bank or any kind of credit union, they're all gonna to wanna to see, you know, hey, what are you projecting here? What are you thinking? Uh, bankers are looking uh, more for information when it comes to real, rental properties. Mm -hmm. Like, um, are you buying dilapidated property? Are you buying property that just needs paint and carpet? Uh, are you buying four or 400 properties? Mm -hmm. You know, and, you, and folks that are interested in that sort of thing, they need to find kind of find out what the bank's appetite is for rental property, especially with what we're going through. You know, some mm -hmm. banks are cutting off a lot of the rental property lending. Some are still doing it. It just depends on the bank or the credit union. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but they want to know what, what segment are you in? How deep are you, are you trying to go into this? Mm -hmm. You know, um, so they, you just need to make sure you give them a proper um, explanation of what you're trying to do. The more, like I say, the more information, the better. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's kind of what I, how I feel on that. But I, I don't necessarily think you have to show up with a business plan when you're doing something like that. Okay. Well, we also, we just talked about this um, very briefly about the idea of sharing with key employees. But, you know, when you're writing a business plan and you don't have any employees yet, I mean, yeah. do you factor those things in um, yeah. for the foreseeable future? Because I know, like, before I took the job with the chamber full time with my business, I had reached capacity and I was just really, I didn't know what to do as far, far as what was going to be my next step. How would I hire somebody? Because in a lot of ways I was the product. Mm -hmm. So, you know, having, having this business plan as a tool to help you gauge your future hiring needs, yeah. what, what kind of recommendations do you have on that? Well, I think it's a, an important point. Um, that's another one of those things that, mm -hmm. you know, you, you don't quite think of a whole lot when you're mm -hmm. putting together your business plan, but I think it's important, uh, because it does impact your hiring in the future. Mm -hmm. You, you can, you can say to yourself, okay, I see when I get to this point, I'm probably going to need some help. Right. You know, and you kind of factor that in. What's, what am I going to have to pay somebody? You, you may have to adjust that. Uh, the, mm -hmm. You know, it's a working document, but 
you're factoring in, I may have to pay somebody at this point right here. Mm -hmm. And how am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to justify it? What are they going to have to produce for me to justify Mm -hmm. it? So that is something I think is important. Uh, You know, you don't, you don't want to get into business and do, you know, like I say, putting the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't want to get ahead of yourself. You want to keep your costs down. Right. But when the time comes, you want to know that I've thought this out. You know, I, I figured hopefully we're where we said we're going to be at this point and mm-hmm. we're going to be able to do this. I know that's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's not a smooth line. But. Well, and I mean, again, I go back to, you know, my own experience and, you know, where I was at. I was terrified of the idea of hiring somebody not only for my fear of finding the right candidate who could produce the kind of quality that I expected from the job, but also, what if I hire somebody and then we have another pandemic and I no longer have some of the clients and I can't afford this person? You know, it's just a scary risk to take. And I mean, I know I'm, yeah. I'm starting to go into a whole other podcast topic with this <laughs> one, but it, it is. really is a, a scary thing. So I, I do really like your suggestion about putting that part on paper because it's a lot less scary when you you've got the game plan yeah. than when you're in the heat of the moment you desperately need help but you're not sure how to go about it and admittedly I made that mistake with my business but you know thankfully the chamber called me and I ended up not having to worry about it um, but how often you know you talk about the business plan being a working document um, how lo- how often should it be updated yeah I, you know I think it's something you got kind of got to gauge yourself. A little bit but mm-hmm. as needed but I would say often in the beginning as mm-hmm. far as updating it uh, quarterly uh, if you really want to you know a format I'd say quarterly for the first couple of years maybe mm-hmm. uh, and then I'd say annual at least annually for every year thereafter mm-hmm. um, at, at least I mean really that should be ongoing to mm-hmm. be honest Mm-hmm. But that that's about how often, you know, and, and like I say, in the beginning, it may be more, maybe weekly, maybe mm-hmm. monthly, um, but, mm-hmm. but uh, a good, probably a good rule would be just uh, quarterly for the first couple of years. When, when you, when you think about the, the frequency of the business plan, I mean, what kind of things should somebody look for? Okay, so I wrote this before I started the business. Now I'm in the, the trenches of the business. Mm-hmm. And I wrote something beforehand. I mean, how, how do you adjust? Yeah, I, I don't think I would take out, mm-hmm. but I would add to. So, oh, okay. I like that. Okay, so yeah. don't don't remove anything. Maybe just yeah. maybe add addendums on or would exactly. you just yeah. maybe I, color code? Right, because I think, you know, you, you run the risk of maybe deleting out some ideas mm-hmm. or some initial thoughts that you may mm-hmm. come back to. or But marketing may change. Right. You, know, you may you may add well now we're going to move in this direction or mm-hmm. projections well I didn't hit what I thought and I see this is going to be a little bit longer road than I thought mm-hmm. maybe I need to adjust a little bit but I would still you know hang on to my projections I like that and just yeah. you know date your notes as right. you add on so you mm-hmm. you remember yeah. when and where those thoughts came from absolutely um, I think those are really really good tips so you know. I, at the bottom line, when it comes to writing a business plan, is there a right way or a wrong way to do it? Yeah, I, I don't, I kind of, I really don't think there's a right or wrong way, but it, it does need to be structured. Mm-hmm. And you want it to flow in a natural progression, a natural mm-hmm. order. The most important piece is quality. Like I said before, it's, mm-hmm. it's not so much how many words, leave the fluff out. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to read a 68-page, you know, um, business plan. They're, they're, they don't have time, and they're going right. to get their well, Especially span. if you're reading it possibly quarterly, even weekly, according right. to right. what we just talked about. Yeah, and if you're presenting it, you know, to a banker, a banker's not going to read 68 pages or whatever, mm-hmm. how many, you know, they, they want to, you want to make it concise as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, if it takes 20 pages to get your point across, then you need to do it. Mm-hmm. But just make sure there's no fluff in there. Mm-hmm. Leave that part that part out, mm-hmm. you know. Because typically, when you're doing, I'm speaking from my experience as a banker, mm-hmm. you know, underwriters and bankers, they want facts. Mm-hmm. They want to see the facts, which is possible. Of course, there's variables. Stand that and well, business plans. Your mission and your vision is where you put your fluffy words. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, stay on point. Stay on track. Mm-hmm. Get your point across, and you know, especially what's pertinent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's you know, that's that's my that's my advice on it. Um, and there's also a lot of templates online that can help you with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I I see that. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to recognize one of our sponsors, Marzano Capital Group. Hi, this is Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and partner at Marzano Capital Group in Clemens. We are privileged to serve this great community, and we strive to help our clients by building wealth management plans tailored to their specific goals. Consistent client communication is the cornerstone of our process, and we hope to add value to your financial planning needs. Once again, thank you to Marzano Capital Group for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. So what are your, what are your best tips? When and um, not, I mean, you've given a lot of great tips, but if you if you were just gonna just if nobody gets anything else out of this podcast, what are your best tips? You know, I would say one would be treat it like a living, breathing document, mm-hmm. uh, like we've talked about updating mm-hmm. it, updated it as needed, keep it current, mm-hmm. um, gather your information thoroughly, pay attention to the details mm-hmm. when you're doing it. Uh, just kind of keep in your mind and remember it. You know, you're writing this thing to show others and yourself why you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's kind of like it's a guide. It's But write it like you're trying to prove that case. Um, you have to sell it and you want to back it up with vision, your vision and the facts as much as possible. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, I, I think a good plan, it kind of sets you apart and gives you, gives your business a map to get you where you're going. Mm-hmm. The there are obstacles, and mm-hmm. you know one of the keep in mind just just because you have a great plan and a great vision, it doesn't necessarily equate to or mean you're going to run out and get a loan or a line of credit right mm-hmm. that minute. Mm-hmm. Um, some banks, some credit unions, they're more conservative. They want to see some sort of track record before mm-hmm. they before they start lending. So it's not always easy, um, mm-hmm. but. You know, others will look at it and say, hey, this makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And I can see that this uh, person who's starting this business is, mm-hmm. they've got a lot of experience in it. They have good uh, personal financials. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it makes sense to lend them money right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, and there's there's all of, a lot of other variables. But my point is, you want to come across as the most professional that you possibly can. Mm-hmm. The the more professional you look, the better off you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it it will sway and it will help. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't guarantee, but it will help. Right. Um. So that's you know that's kind of how I look at mm-hmm. it. 
it really is um, a matter of establishing trust on the front end mm-hmm. with with people. And I mean, you know, as I'm listening to you talk, I mean, you've got such an enormous amount of power besides the lending part of it. You know, you can become one of a business's biggest advocates and champions if you see the business plan and you share the vision as part of that whole um, buy-in, you know? Absolutely. I I would tell you that anyone listening, they, wherever you bank, whether it be Mm -hmm. a credit union or Mm -hmm. whether it be with a bank, Mm -hmm. you should should get a close relationship with a business banker that Mm -hmm. you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not. This is not a, a shameless plug for myself. But <laughs> I, I'm saying. Well, you're so likable, though. <laughs> I, you should have that relationship, and I'll tell you why. Free information. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. I have customers who are way smarter than me, mm-hmm. and I mean, about all of them are way smarter than me. <laughs> but they will call me and say, "What do you think about that? I'm thinking about doing this. What mm-hmm. do you think?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well." You know, let me look at what you, what you, you know, let me look at the whole picture here and right. see what we think. And I'll give them my opinion. They may take it, they may not. But, hey, having somebody shed some light on something for you at no charge is a good way, a good thing to do. So I encourage everyone to do that. Um, yeah. That's really, really good input. I really appreciate you saying all that. Um, John, you, you were clearly a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, I knew you were in, you know, the best choice for helping me with this podcast. I really, really appreciate you coming in and sharing your wisdom. Well, thank you so much, John, for being a part of this. Again, December is right a business plan month. And, you know, with 2023 right around the corner, um, if you are thinking about launching a business in the next few months or year, um, this is the time to get started. So um, thank you again for um, listening. And thank you to John for sharing his expertise with us today. And we will catch you next time. Once again, thank you for listening to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. The Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce is a member-focused business community. I invite you to learn more about the chamber by visiting our website, louisville-clemens.com. And while we're in the world of audio, it's time for the fine print. Everyone has an opinion, but in this case, the views and the opinions stated in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors. So now that you've been appropriately advised, let me remind you that this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of the Louisville Clements Chamber of Commerce.